Hey there, we're about to start our free training, the 3 p.m. teacher that only happens once a year. Teachers are learning how to consistently leave school prepared and on time without bringing work home so that they can finally be present during precious family time at night and on the weekends. When you attend this free training, you get an hour PD certificate and other bonuses when you show up live. You will learn how to lesson plan faster, how to spend less time on grading, your actual teacher type, and how it's preventing you from really leaving school on time. I can't wait for you to join us so that you can finally have the best school year ever. Have you ever experienced teacher guilt? Chances are you have because it's very, very real. Since we have such big hearts, we often want to help everyone, whether it be our students, their families, our team, our admin, and so many times it's often at the expense of our own happiness and our own time being really present with our family. But why do we feel guilty and what can we do to overcome that? In today's episode, you'll finally discover how to end the teacher guilt for good so you can start enjoying teaching and your life. Get ready. Hey, I'm Kristen Donegan, and you're listening to Real Teacher Talk. I often say what's on a teacher's mind, and my mission is this. Help busy teachers leave school at three so they can finally enjoy their life outside of the classroom. Why? because I know how tiring it is to have a never-ending checklist as a teacher and miss out on being fully present at home. On Real Teacher Talk, discover how to work smarter, not harder, enjoy teaching again, and still have plenty of time to shut off your brain outside of the classroom to do the things you love. Sound impossible? I promise it isn't. All right, let's talk teacher guilt. When I ask teachers, why do we say yes to so many things that we don't really want to do, right? Like, I don't really want to be teaching another after-school class for free. I don't really want to chaperone that dance. I don't really want to be on that committee. The reason why, though, we say yes to so many things is guilt. We want to be liked, right? There's that pressure. Like, we don't want to let anybody down. We don't want our team to think we're lazy. We don't want to add any extra work to anyone else. But when we're doing all that, like, great, we're so worried about everyone else. But we often forget about ourselves. Can you relate to that? I said yes to so many things. Well, one, if we're being honest, (laughs) I wasn't tenured, so I felt like you kind of had to. It was just an unspoken truth in my school. But often we also put meaning into like what it means if we say no. Do you ever do that? Like, well, I can't say no because they're going to think I'm a jerk or they're going to think I'm not a team player or, you know, I'm going to lose my job or whatever it may be. But oftentimes, at least for me, I kept saying yes to so many things because I had that teacher guilt. But then when I said yes to whatever activity or committee it was, I'd often dread it. I'd often feel resentful when it came time to teach that class or attend that meeting because it wasn't something I really wanted to do in the first place. So I didn't want to do it. And I felt kind of forced like I had to be there. And I had an aha moment. I hope you can relate, and I'm just not the only sucker. 
I realized the more I said yes to things, the more times my admin would come to me asking me to do more things. And those same teachers, maybe at my school or on my team who weren't taking on all those extra things, still weren't taking on all those extra things. And I was. And I started thinking, what the heck? (laughs) They're leaving every day, you know, at a decent hour. And by the time I finish teaching this class or, you know, writing a slide deck for a new PD I was presenting, it's dark out. And this continuously happened. And I kind of started to get a little bit angry. And then I realized, Kristen, this is all your own doing. Like you're saying yes to things and they're going to keep asking because they know you're going to say yes. And so that's where those boundaries came in from the last episode where we set those boundaries and stick to them. But a really hard part I found for me was sticking to the boundaries because of the teacher guilt. Now we get to choose what we feel guilty about. So for me, it was like, well, if I say no to my principal about taking on an extra intervention class, I'm going to feel really guilty that I'm letting my students down or I'm letting my team down because who else is going to teach it? But then there's the other part of me that's like, well, if I take this on, I'm going to feel really guilty because it's taking away time from my husband. And now it would be taking away time from my kids. But when I was in the classroom, I didn't have my kids just yet. So there's two guilts, okay? Which one are you going to choose? I know for me, at the end of the day, and the older I get, and the more clear I get on my value and my worth, and what I bring to the table as an educator, that the guilt's going to be there. I just choose which one. So I personally, it is more important to me when I go back to my values that I'm spending time with my family. So if that means I have to say no to my principal, then it means I have to say no. And the more practice I got doing that, the better I got at it. And my principal was okay with it. He or she would just go ask someone else. So for me, the guilt didn't really totally go away, but I stopped putting meaning to it. So I'm going to say that again. I stopped putting meaning to what that guilt meant. And what I mean by that is I stopped thinking I was a bad teacher or I wasn't a team player or that I was selfish for saying no because I was putting me first and I was putting my family first and I'm putting my mental health first because I couldn't keep going on being drained. And I realized, what can I take off my plate? Because as teachers, they throw a million dang plates at us and you're trying to juggle them all. So I had to start taking some things off. So what you can do right now is choose your guilt. What are you okay with? What would you prefer to do? And so what I mean by that is look at the task that's being asked of you and ask yourself, is this worth it? Is it worth my time? Is it worth my happiness? Am I going to be happy to take this on or am I going to be resentful and kind of pissy about it because I don't really want to do it, but I'm putting meaning to what it means if I say yes. Do you know what I mean? So if you put all those pieces together, do you want to do it? If you don't, then don't. We are grown adults. We are already doing so much for our students, right? I mean, who else would go into this profession? It takes someone who's really dang smart, who has a big heart 
Let's be honest. I don't even want to say sometimes we get taken advantage of. So start saying no. And I think collectively, the more teachers start saying no, the more admin and the district and maybe the state and people who are making all the laws and the bills and all the things will realize like, hey, we can't keep taking advantage of our teachers or hey, we should actually pay them what they're worth. And until that happens, you guys say no. Or even if it did happen, you can still say no, like you have that choice. So when you're done asking yourself, is this worth it? Then the last thing I would do is just think, am I okay with this decision? What is the payoff for me either saying yes or for me saying no, whatever it may be, and use that to guide your teacher guilt. (laughs) So what I mean by that, use it to guide like what your decision is and decide, are you going to let guilt make your decision? Are you going to make a decision based on what you really want, based on your worth? I know what I'm going to do, but what are you going to do? So now you may be thinking, okay, great. Well, what's next? How do I say no? Because I'm so awkward with it. It feels really uncomfortable. Like, what does that even look like? Well, we're going to cover that in the next episode. So make sure that you stay tuned. All right. So let's recap. Things that you can be doing to deal with the teacher guilt, right? Number one, recognize why you're feeling guilty, okay? Then two, choose your guilt. Like which one are you going to let run your decision? Because we're going to feel guilty each way. It's just deciding which way you're going to go with that. And what meaning are you putting to that? Third, decide is this task worth it? Finally, what's the payoff? or the benefit for whatever decision it is that you make. So that way you can sit with it and be okay. Well, friends, thanks so much for joining today's episode. If you want to chat more about this discussion, make sure you head on over to our Facebook group full of thousands of other primary teachers where we can continue chatting about teacher guilt. You can find the link in our show notes. And like always, thank you so much for being here, taking time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. And make sure to go do something just for you. Speak soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Real Teacher Talk. I know how difficult it can be to balance teaching and home life, so if you are looking for additional support, I encourage you to head on over to easyteachingtools.com and get on our email list. You will receive our latest organization tips, classroom management strategies, engaging lessons, and even some freebies. Sign up at easyteachingtools.com forward slash 3pm podcast. Thanks so much for listening.